This is District Attorney Markham. The Shoeless murder case involved the killing of three girl models, all of whom had participated in a contest at the home of Walter Jordan, shoe manufacturer. First to die was a girl named Inez Stone, killed while a contest was going on. Later, two other models were murdered, and their shoes stolen, a factor which we can't understand. We do know that one of the models still alive, Edith Graham, has a boyfriend who has a record. And Vance has an idea he can entice the killer into the open with two letters he wrote. But that's all. Whom the letters were to go to, or what was in them, we don't know. Morning, Edie. Hi. Just come by to take it to breakfast. Well, that was nice of you, Joey. Sit down. Oh, thanks. Be ready in a minute. Okay. Bring your man up with me. Just one letter. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Wonder who this can be from. Joey, listen to this. Listen to what, Edie? This letter. Here's all it says. Miss Edith Graham, I got what you want. Meet me tonight, 10th and Culver Streets, midnight, and it's signed Shoes. Uh-oh. What does it mean, Joey? What do you think it means? <laughs> I know, honey. And I'm stupid. Only not stupid enough to think that you don't know what it means, too. That's all the mail this morning, Mr. Jordan. All right. Uh, except one letter marked personal. Do you want me to open it? Please do. Mark personal. Hmm? Yes. Well, it can't be anything my assistant shouldn't know about. Go ahead, open it and read it. Yes, sir. It says, uh, Mr. Jordan. What is it? Uh, you'd better read this yourself. Let me have it. Mr. Walter Jordan, I got what you want. Meet me tonight, 10th and Culver Street, midnight. Signed shoes. Doesn't make sense to me, Mr. Jordan. Does it to you? Yes, I'm afraid it does. Very good sense. <laughs> Ten minutes after midnight, Vance, our murderer hasn't shown up. Ten past midnight, tenth and Culver, you and I, Markham, but no murderer. Yes. I've got something to confess to you. What's that? Either I'm not as clever as you've always insisted, or our shoeless killer is a very smart individual. Because he didn't fall for this plan? Well... Why did you think he would? He had to, Markham. Don't you see? He was killing to get a certain pair of shoes, a pair which was worn by one of the girls in that bathing contest. But he didn't know which girl wore them. He tried to kill one of the remaining models the night before last. That means he hadn't gotten what he wanted up until now. Hmm. Logical enough. I offered to give it to him in a letter. He should have risen to the bait unless... unless our suspect list isn't complete. I'm pretty sure that if we could find the reason for those shoes being missing from the victim's feet, we'd have our murderer. Seems as if that's right, doesn't it? Yes. Well, it may or may not be so, but one thing I know is definite. I know where I'm going. On this case? I wish I did know that. No, Markham, my next move may possibly be wasted, but I'm going back to the Jordan home for a look at some of Walter Jordan's personal records. You think he'll show them to you? Or do you want me to do it legally for you? I'd rather you didn't, Markham. Thanks just the same. I'd rather Jordan didn't know I was doing it either. I want to look at his records off the record. Stand right where you are, whoever you are. Turn toward me with your hands up. Do as I say now, before I shoot. Mr. George. Do as I say. Caught you in my library. I could shoot without giving you this break. Turn toward me, I said. Why, Vance. Hello, Mr. Jordan. I must apologize for this. Well, I certainly think you ought to, Vance. Oh, I didn't mean to you. I meant to myself for getting caught. 
Now, the bungling of me, then I've never done anything quite like this before. Quite like what? Like looking through a man's personal papers and uh, checkbooks. I'm rather glad I did, though. I've uncovered a lot of interesting information. I'll tell you what you found. You found canceled checks made out by me to Inez Stone. Correct. Yes, and Inez Stone was murdered in this estate of yours, the first of the shoeless murders. She was blackmailing me. I admit it. And I admit I paid her. In view of the evidence here, you couldn't do anything else but admit it. Do you also admit you killed her? No. I'm glad you said that. It makes this case even more interesting. There's a stub in your checkbook here I'd like to know about. It's one dated yesterday and indicates a check made out to Edith Graham. $10,000. What was that for? She knew Inez was blackmailing me and threatened to tell the police. How did she know? I can't figure that at all. I can understand her not saying anything to the police. It would destroy her chances of continuing to blackmail you. Very interesting, Mr. Jordan. I have an idea I'll be seeing you again after I see Miss Graham. I don't know why I did it, Mr. Markham. I just don't know why. Easy now. I know it was wrong, but I couldn't help it. I think I understand, Miss Graham. And I'm glad you came to me. How much money did you get from Mr. Jordan? Just one check for $10,000. I cashed the check, but I'll return the money. I'm sure we can straighten this out, and I'm very glad you came to me. So Jordan was being blackmailed by Inez Stone, the first of the girls to die. Yes, he was, and after she was killed, I thought I could do the same thing. I'm happy you changed your mind. You know, Vance has you on his list of suspects. This might do quite a bit to change his mind. Perhaps, Markham. Oh, Vance. Hello, Vance. Miss Graham. Mind if I intrude, Markham? You're not intruding, Vance. Miss Graham was just reporting something very interesting to me. She was telling you that Inez Stone was blackmailing Jordan and that after Miss Stone's death, she took over. That's right. How did you know? Markham, I left Walter Jordan about an hour ago. At that time, I found out about Miss Stone and Miss Graham here. But she didn't know that. She came down to my office to tell me what she'd been doing without knowing you already knew, Vance. That's fine, but incorrect. As soon as I left Walter Jordan, he called Miss Graham. Called to tell her her blackmailing was over, that I knew. Uh I overheard him calling the number. And her being here now indicates the conversation. Miss Graham knew I'd be after her to admit she was blackmailing Jordan, so she beat me to it and came to you, thereby eliminating suspicion from herself, she thought. That's all very cute and clever, Vance. But now what? Now I want you to tell me how you knew Inez Stone was blackmailing Jordan. Vance, please, I'm sorry, but how can that be important? Why should it have resulted in the deaths of two other models? The answer to the question I asked, Markham, will tell you what you want to know. Miss Graham, how did you know Inez Stone was blackmailing Jordan? I overheard her fighting with him. It all came out while they were arguing. Where were they and you at the time? I was putting on my bathing suit. The pool bathhouse has a roof, but there's an opening between the floor and the walls. An opening about two feet high running right around the bathroom. So you could hear what was going on outside? That's right. I see. That's all, Miss Graham, except for one thing. I'll want you down to that bathhouse tomorrow morning. And bring your friend Joey with you. Oh, you know about him, huh? Of course we do. We'll expect you and him there tomorrow morning, Miss Graham. Okay. Can I go now? Vance? Yes. But you're entitled to know this. Mr. Jordan will be invited to his own bathhouse tomorrow morning, too. And Markham and I will be there. Planning a party, hmm? Ending a party, Miss Graham. It's high time our killer stopped having a good time out of making fools out of us. Markham, can you hear me? Yes, Vance. Good. You have Joey and Mr. Jordan in the bathhouse with you? That's right. Very well. You are now in the position that Miss Graham says she was in when she heard Jordan and Inez Stone arguing. Can you hear this very plainly? Listen. Go ahead, Miss Graham. Say the words you overheard. Okay. 
Don't give me that, Walter. You'll keep paying till you're blue in the face. And incidentally, I'm winning this contest today. Don't forget it. You're paying, and I'm winning, or I talk. And then here Jordan tried to get her to quiet down, but she wasn't having any, and she said, Don't shush me, Walter Jordan. Suppose everybody knew how you took over your shoe business by swindling the man who owned it. How long do you think you'd be such a big man? Well, how long? That's about all that. Hear all that, Markham? Very distinctly. Apparently, she's telling the truth, man. Yes. Uh, come out here, will you, Markham? All right. Miss Graham, who was in the dressing room with you when you heard all this? Nobody. I came in early. That's why Inez and Jordan talked out here. They didn't know I was inside. I see. And Inez Stone was killed in almost this same spot a few hours later. I suppose that's right. Where were you at the time? I don't know where I was when she was killed. You don't trick me, then. Well, Vance, what's up? Markham, look down at the opening in the bathhouse. The bathhouse wall. It doesn't extend all the way to the floor. What do you see? See? Yes. I see a pair of legs belonging to Mr. Jordan and another belonging to Joey. Why shouldn't I see them? They're both in the bathhouse. That's right. And now, if you will, you can make your arrest. You mean you know the murderer? Why the three girls were killed and why the shoes were missing? Yes, I'll tell you all about that later. But right now, you can arrest Edith Graham for murder. <laughs> certainly looks good. Nice of Mr. Jordan to let me use his pool. Yes, it was. And it'd be very nice of you, Vance, if you brought me up to date on the shoeless murders. Well, you want to know first why they were shoeless. Is that right, Markham? I want to know why the shoes were removed from the dead bodies, yes. That was the most confusing part of this case, and it still is. It was intended to be confusing, Markham. In fact, that was the only reason the shoes were taken. I beg your pardon? The murderer, who we know now as Edith Graham, knew that we would try to find some link between the missing shoes and her. There was no link, of course, but she was trying to lead us up a blind alley. Well, she most certainly succeeded. In other words, the shoes were taken merely to throw us off. She was sure we'd concentrate on them, and we did. Yes. Huh, very clever idea. Now tell me this. Why were the three girls murdered? The answer is simple. When Edith Graham murdered Inez Stone, out where she had heard Stone and Jordan arguing, she looked down and saw a pair of girls' legs in the bathhouse. She immediately assumed that whoever owned those legs had heard Miss Stone's death struggle and probably had heard Miss Stone mention her Miss Graham's name. Go ahead. Well, by the time she'd killed Miss Stone and made her way into the bathhouse, whoever it was in the bathhouse had disappeared. All Miss Graham knew was that one of the girls was a possible witness to the murder, a murder she committed to enable her to blackmail Walter Jordan. She had to get rid of that possible witness. In order to do that, she had to kill three more girls. That's right. She had no idea which one of the three other girls in the contest was a possible witness to what she'd done. And there was no way to find out. Right. Listen to this, Vance. Originally, there were five girls. Miss Stone was killed. That left four. Two of the other girls were murdered. That left two, Doris Morgan and Edith Graham. The killer tried to get Miss Morgan in the park, but she escaped. That left only one girl who could have done the killing, Miss Graham. You're right again, Markham. Mm. Now we know how and why and that she killed the others. Now we have her confession. We know one other thing, too, Vance. We know this is the end of the shoeless murder case. Mm -hmm. 